Yeah. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pagan topics. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging in the cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. And we welcome witches. You're listening to Witchcraft and Aid, where we do no harm, but we take no shit. Now the veil is thinning, so today we're talking all about salad. I'm your host, Cloud the Pagan Rapper, here as always with the lovely Lady Book Dragon. Let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Witchcraft Grenade. It is I, Lady Book Dragon, and I'm sorry, but people who say they that rain disgusts them completely repulse me as a person. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. So what's up, everybody? This is Cloud the Pig and Rapper. Thank you for joining us again this week. And I got nothing because that clever quip kind of just completely threw me off my game, and now I have nothing. <laughs> so I you win, win this round, Lady Book Dragon. I do. <laughs> And it, it's like, it's such an honest thing because it was raining the other day and a woman comes in, it's just like, oh yeah, it's disgusting. It's raining. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you do what? You said what now? Yeah, yeah, no, you don't knock the rain. We need the rain. Excuse me? Yeah. It's like, man, if we were not in public. <laughs> so what is going on? How was your week? Oh, uh, well, it was a week. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Full moon's coming, and anyone who works with people will know, and that's as far as I'm going to go with that. Uh, But we did have a very exciting weekend last weekend, didn't we? We did. We did. Very exciting. You want to to go into detail? Mm -hmm. Well, other than getting a few lady crushes, I somehow wound up with Cloud on this Zoom call with the hosts of the um international, international pagan yep. radio uh music awards yes the international pagan music awards association and the ip i still awards. have no idea why they wanted me there but <laughs> i made people laugh i guess that's my point i guess that's my purpose well it, it was it was really cool i think it was great for you to meet such so many great minds that were oh my god there. it was i was um, so freaked out <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was like full on fanboying out with like half the people that we were talking to, and um, I, I do. I really, I was honored to be there, and I was honored to be asked to be a part of it. I, I was like flattered and terrified at the same time. Like clouds, like hitting me up, like, "Oh, you'll do fine." I'm like, "I'm going to make a fool out of myself. I'm just going to have to be able to laugh it off when I do." And I did make a fool of myself. <laughs> Not completely. Uh, no, but I, I I made a I made a comment about like oh yeah I I don't I I I live well I shared walls with people and now it's just like I don't want any neighbors and she's just and was just like so you don't like people you're gonna say that in a room full of people I'm like <laughs> I don't not that I don't like people it's, I don't like, like people 
just don't like people. Like I, I was just tripping over myself and they were laughing and it's just like, Oh, okay. I'm getting rest. All right. Yeah, but, but it was, it was all good fun. Everybody was super cool. Uh, we could sit here and name drop all day, but we're not going to instead we're going to direct you to go to where you can see the IPMA awards and you can check that out from there and shameless plug alert. <clears throat> I have a performance on there as well, where I do like three songs. So definitely go and check that out if you want. Um, it's been a good week. The 2020 Witchy Awards ended voting over the last couple of weeks, which also I want to say about two weeks beforehand, I found out I was actually nominated for a Witchy Award for the Outstanding Album of the Year. And I had yes, no idea. <laughs> Um, so we don't know the results of that yet, but fingers crossed we got enough votes for that because that's super mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, it's super awesome to even be nominated for something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were being sh- um it, it was Michelle. Michelle was showing us the rewards and everything, and we were just like, oh, my God. Yeah, you- yeah. <sighs> Melissa Anderson really outdid herself this year with all of the adjustments that she had to make. And with all of the, like, work that she put in, editing this video and putting this show together and everything, and she did all of this in the matter of, like, three weeks. Hats off to her. That was amazing. I think I'm getting names confused. I thought I was... Am I getting names confused? Yes, you are getting names confused. Oh, I I know who I'm thinking of now. Yeah, of course, it was also only your, your first time speaking with her, so, you know. Yeah, I, I told you, I got I got completely fabricasted, and I got a lot of woman crushes. Yes, yes, woman crushes mm. are... I'm just... We're I'm so bad with you. names in the first place. I'm just like, <laughs> it was an M name. Mm. Uh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> mm, that's okay, but though. I'm exhausted, and I've had some drops, so I'm, like, feeling some zen right now. Yeah, see, this week it is Lady Book Dragon's week. Last week it was my week. Last week I ate an edible before the show, and and you were you kept forgetting. I kept forgetting, but by the end of the show is when it started to go haywire. Uh, so we're keeping our heads on straight this week. Well, it's Lady Book Dragon's turn. <laughs> All right, so I only took like half a serving. I don't. I don't really need much. But of course, that's saving me money because I don't need more. Absolutely. So. This week, guys, we are talking all about Samhain. Um, yes. The veil is thinning, ladies and gentlemen, and we all know what that means. And for those <laughs> who don't know what that means, well, by the end of the episode, you're going to know what that means. But <laughs> so. I, I, I'm laughing that you said that because um, I have a meme in relation to that. Yes. Yes. Definitely stick around for our meme of the week later because I'm sure that this is going to be wonderful. Because we I'll know Lady Book memes, man. has something up her sleeve. I have created some new ones, I just haven't posted them yet. Uh, but they're going to be going up next week because I am uh super busy at the moment with all of my projects and all that. So we'll get back to getting the memes up, but I do have some new ones created. So, sound all right. So, Samhain. Here we are. This is wonderful. It's 
lot of people call it the Wicked New Year, the Pagan New Year. There's so many different traditions that encompass salad mm-hmm. from across the world. But one thing that most most of these traditions all agree upon is that this is the time of year when the veil thins and when we can once again be with our ancestors, honor our ancestors. It's a time of remembrance, a time of family, a time of feasting. One of my favorite parts, being a fat kid. <laughs> I love being so, a fat kid. <laughs> so it's, it's really wonderful um, time of year for us witches. And I think that a lot of people are starting to understand that from the mainstream side of things as well. At least from my experiences of being an out pagan and talking to people about our practices and stuff. A lot of people seem to be really into the idea of Salon around Salon. <laughs> so it's kind of like the month of October. Everybody kind of wants to be a witch for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I know, I know some of those girls. As soon as, as soon as Salon's over, everybody forgets about it until the next year. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I'm going to church. I'm like, bitch, I thought you were a witch. Yeah, you were all witchy a month ago. What happened? <laughs> you know? So I'm getting a little tired of women who think liking Tim Burton is a personality trait. You're, you're not unique for liking Tim Burton. He is an amazing, amazing director. Uh, is it? He, he's amazing at what he does. Yes, he is. He's amazing, and all of his stuff is great. So it's really, it's not a personality quirk to like him. It, it like people who it's just like people who think they like out things and make it you know it makes them cool yeah. and it's just like no it is I, I guess it's less bad than people who are like oh i don't like forrest gump just because everyone likes forrest gump yeah i guess it's less bad than that but it's still like you're you're you're, you're not unique and quirky to like something that's generally liked by the public yeah so, you know, I, I definitely want to plug somebody real quick before we kind of like move on with our show. Uh, so last episode, we had Megan Black from Round the Cauldron on, and she was wonderful. Oh my um, God, I loved really her. enjoyed she speaking adorable. with her. And then today, and today being the 27th of October, I got a notification on my phone that she made a YouTube video talking all about Salwyn, a lot of Irish practices and stuff. So I went and checked it out. Go and check Round the Cauldron out. Um, this video is very informative and it was super awesome to see her put everything together the way she did. So kudos to you, Megan. Absolutely wonderful job there. That's awesome, Megan. Yes, yes. So oh, Excuse me. We're going to talk about a couple things because everybody has their own ways of practicing salad. Mm-hmm. And every tradition has a different way, different, you know, lore behind it and all of that. But one thing that we've been getting a lot of questions about is for people who are still in the broom closet and they haven't come out to their families and their friends and all of that and said, Hey, I'm pagan and this is what I do. So we've looked into some possible low key practice tips for you guys that we want to go over for all of you who are not, 
who are still in the broom closet and who are still looking for low-key ways to practice. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these that I'm seeing too are like practices that people can do behind closed doors. And some of them are practices that we already do, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, like for instance, making jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. You know? Actually, weren't didn't those originally used to be turnips? I believe so. I believe mm-hmm. they used to be started out with tur- as turnips. But I mean carving pumpkins or gourds in general is one of those pagan traditions that's kind of made its way into mainstream practice uh, around this time of year. And you leave the candles in it and it's actually meant to serve as a guide for spirits of loved ones so that they can come home and visit. Carving a face in a pumpkin, they're meant to frighten off the unfriendly spirits and such. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that we all do <laughs> and a lot of people don't even really know the story behind it. They just know, oh, you make jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween. So there you go. If you are, I mean, just making a jack-o'-lantern is technically a way to practice the holiday. It um, is. Apples, working with apples, cooking with apples. Drinking uh, apples. Drinking apples, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's think about it. it. If you want to, like, empower your wine, because the local winery did a... Uh, a caramel apple wine that was just mm. I mean tonight I'm having my my favorite the Valenzano uh Jersey Devil wine. Yes. Uh Jersey it's like 19% Devil. alcohol and it's very thick, but it's also you just feel yourself. That's awesome. Not that way. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> You have so many jokes open, I couldn't choose one. I, 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 I saw the recognition just like, oh, well, you know. Ding. <laughs> um, so Lights, bulb. One of the more interesting uh, ways that you can practice, and, and this is something very simple but very powerful at the same time, mm-hmm. as communication. This time of year is when we have a better opportunity to have our voice be heard by our ancestors and communicate with the dead. So for those of you who can't practice or you don't have an altar set up, you don't need all of this crazy stuff. You can just literally sit there and speak out loud and the spirits will hear you this time of year. They will. You know? Are you going to hear them back? Probably not. Probably not. Unless if you're clairaudient or something along the lines of that. <laughs> I, I think I'm clairaudient. Do you hear things? I do. I hear and my name being listen. spoken and I'll look around and nobody's talking. And I'm like, I clearly just heard my name. And you should probably look look into that because, mm-hmm. yes, that that's a sign that you are, in fact, clairaudient. Well, I saw that music lovers tend to be audio tend to be clear audience. Yes. And people who ascribe themselves as audiophiles as I do. 
tend to be clear audience. <laughs> That's awesome. So why are you why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I saw something funny while I was clicking off of the uh, mm-hmm. clicking off of my notes there. Um, so yeah, we got a few more that 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 we can talk about. Um, you know, doing mirror work, shadow work. Um, we can kind of do that any time of the year, though. Specifically for Salad, though, you want to kind of look forward into the next year and work more on like goal setting and mm-hmm. stuff like that to, you know, kind of push you along with your practice. So, for those of you who are in the broom closet, there are ways that you can do this. You know, just as simple as maybe some kitchen witchery where you make, you know, some pumpkin bread or you make a traditional barrel bread, which I happen to have a recipe for, which we're going to go over a little later in the show. You know, it's all about celebrating and honoring your ancestors on that day, whichever way you wish to go about doing that. Now, our practice in our coven, uh, without giving too much away about what we do, <coughs> pardon me, mm-hmm. we, we set up an ancestor altar off of the side of our actual circle. And, you know, we have circle, and then we all take our time and everybody brings something of a past loved one or somebody that they wish to communicate with. And we set them all up on the ancestor altar. We have a few spirit candles that we light on the altar and we place a black mirror on the altar. We do. So that's what, that's like one of our main things in our circle is we all take the time with a loved one and we use the black mirror to scry to be able to be with them see them communicate with them easier um and it's a very moving part of our circle and it's it's one of the reasons why we do what we do you know i'm really a big fan of making sure that you take the time. Yeah, as long as you take the, it doesn't even matter what you do on the Sabbaths. Well, it it matters what you do. But the true intention behind what you're doing is what matters the most to the holiday. Right. I mean, hell, Neil Gaiman in 2010 made a proposal to give away books on Halloween. Uh, give away, uh, gather books at a garage sale, library sales, or gather stacks of books she knows you won't reread. Obviously, I have none. <laughs> like, look, if it's a book I know I will not reread and there's no point in having it in my collection, it's going to be, go- it, it will be gone before it even hits the shelf. It is not worthy of the shelf. Ooh, like that. Yeah. Wow, you are a lady book dragon. I am. Oof. I mean, hell, you can have divina- You can do divination with apple peels. Yeah, you can. You can. That's what I'm saying. There's so many ways. So what we want to know is, what do you guys do? You know what I mean? What is it that you guys do special on Salad? 
if you wish to speak about it with us, by all means, comment and let us know. All right. And then we will most certainly open up a dialogue about that. So I do have a few recipes, even though I love cooking. Um, so do I. And so we have some recipes up our sleeves here. Um, and these are things that we plan on using regularly. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so if anybody has checked out our YouTube channel, Moon Willow Magic, right, which is our common YouTube, I have made a um, traditional Irish baron brock. All right. And oh. it turned out to be absolutely wonderful. All right. So I'm just going to bring this up real quick soon as I find it. All right. And I did a couple things a little bit different from this, um, but it definitely took some time to make, okay? <laughs> You're basically baking bread from scratch, um, but it's totally worth it, okay? So you're going to need a tablespoon of dried yeast, one and a half cups of, like, warm water. You want to keep it around, say, 70 degrees. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good for that. Uh, okay, I'm hearing an echo. I'm really hoping that's not going to echo in the recording. Uh, it probably is. Hold on one second. Watch this. Watch this. They can't watch. There we go. All right. <laughs> that should. Have <laughs> there is nothing the to watch. That should have fixed the problem. All right. Yeah, so, I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. So we have a uh, quarter cup of sugar. Five cups of plain flour, mm. quarter cup of butter, pinch of salt, and now this is calling for candied peel. This is where I deviated from the recipe. Okay, um, I went with two different kinds of raisins and some craisins in mine. So I went with golden raisins, regular raisins, and craisins, mm. and it turned out wonderful. All right. Ooh, crazy. And you're also going to need two eggs beaten. All right. So, first thing you want to yeah, do is actually get everything together. Mise en place. You know, you take, take your lukewarm water, you put your yeast in, you add a teaspoon of sugar, you stir it, and you let it sit. All right. Let the yeast activate, and then take the flour and the butter and the salt, put them in a bowl. <laughs> Rub everything together and just kind of like work it together, which is work something it. that I did with a mixer. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did not get my hands in there for that. Um, but after you get that Coward. together, throw in your peel and raisins, add your eggs and your yeast, mix it all up, and it's going to form a dough. Knead the dough about 10 minutes and then let it sit. You want to cover it up with like a clean tea cloth or like a like a dish towel mm -hmm. and put it with a little bit of oil in there. If you don't put oil in the bowl, it's going to get all sorts of stuff to the side. It's going to get all nasty. 
So you want to make sure you put a little bit of oil in the bowl and then use a damp towel. And that's going to help this, this dough proof. All right, so you want to let it sit for about an hour, let the dough rise, and when it, rose, rise when it does, my creation. form it into whatever shape you wish. Put it on a baking sheet. Bake that shit Smack on 400 it. degrees for 300,000 minutes. No, I'm kidding. Just 30 minutes, um, and then it's going to come out nice and golden brown, and you want to let it cool for a little bit, but you still want to serve it warm. Very important. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something to look forward to. And if you want to see how it actually works, you can go check out the video I made on the movable magic for this. All right. So what do you got lined up there, Ladybug Dragon? So I, over the weekend, I did a chai spiced pound cake. Ooh. Mm -hmm. It was, it was very on. nice. So you need like two sticks of butter or like 16 tablespoons. You need a cup of light brown sugar, a quarter cup of honey, two large eggs, a teaspoon of baking powder, a quarter teaspoon baking soda, and a teaspoon of salt. Here's the fun part. You can do either three tablespoons of pre-made chai spice or a tablespoon of cinnamon, two teaspoons ginger, two teaspoons cardamom, and one and a half teaspoons of one and a half teaspoons allspice, and then a half teaspoon of black pepper. Ooh. And then you do the flour, you do sour cream or yogurt, you do one cup, preferably at room temperature. And then finally, two teaspoons vanilla extract. You had me at black pepper. Yeah, the black pepper was actually very surprising, but it turned out pretty good. And I yeah. used smoky, fresh ground black pepper. Ooh. So it turned fancy. out really good. Use that fancy pepper. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fancy with this. So you preheat the oven to 100, uh, 350 degrees in a large bowl. You beat together the butter, the brown sugar, and the honey, as you usually do with, with cakes. You oh, It's always the butter, the sugar, and the honey is going to add, add as a sweetener, so you don't need white sugar for this. This will take about two minutes at medium speed of an electric stand mixer, which I have an electric stand mixer. I love my KitchenAid artesian mixer, not to brag. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> hey, KitchenAid, hit us up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you add the eggs one at a time, beating for a minute or two and scraping the sides and bottom of the bowl between additions. Then you stir in the baking powder, baking salt, uh, baking powder, baking soda, salt, and the chai spice blend however you wanted to do it, which I, like I said, I did it individually. I actually manually beat the cardamom pods and ground them with my martial and pestle. Ooh. When they're old school there. Got a little witchy with it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find it without, I couldn't find not cardamom pods anyways, so. Nice. But I had my mortar and pestle, so I was just like, okay, I'm going to ground it up and it smelled Good. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you measure the flour by gently spooning it into a cup, sweeping off the excess, but you thoroughly half stir the, but then you gently and thoroughly half stir half the flour into the butter egg mixture. Then you add the sour cream, then you add the remaining flour, then you scrape everything down and you beat briefly to 
make sure it all gets incorporated nicely. And you grease a nine by 10 cup bunt pan. You scoop the batter in there, you bake it for 50 to 55 minutes or until a cake tester, bamboo skewer, or long toothpick goes in completely into the center and comes out clean. Then you remove the cake from the oven, cool in the pan for 15 minutes before turning it onto a rack to finish cooling. They also recommend, so I like, so this is from King Arthur Baking Company, who I really like. They have nice, they have cool lessons. They have good recipes. They have, it is good flour. Now they did recommend uh, doing a tasty final finish by drizzling some cooled cake, by drizzling some caramel sauce on the cooled cake. Mm. So, like I said, I made this <laughs> on Sunday, and I used a. I, I don't actually have a bunt pan that's not in the shape of a dragon, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to pick up a new pan. And this was a Angel Food Cake pan that separate that the insert separates from the the outside wall, which I've never used. Oh, before. it's like a, a sponge sponge cake. Pan. Yeah, and I was just like looking at this like I can't really find any other blunt pants, so it's either this or I'm using the dragon. So I guess I'm using this. Should have so, used the dragon. Just no, saying. no. I, I should have used the dragon. Well, the last... I've I tried using the dragon a couple times, and I, it, I get so much... I have so many problems releasing the cake. Yeah, I guess that would be difficult. Which I like this one because I thought, oh, the outside comes off, so I would be able to release the cake easier. I am still... I still managed to fuck up the dismount. <laughs> I fucked it. It became cake crumble. Oh, that's great. So what what happened was One I was in a rush. One of those judges gave it like a two. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it was a horrible dismount. It just like it crumbled in my hands. But it's not the cake's fault. The story. It, the thing is. I had four more minutes on it cooling the cake, and I was in such a rush for everything. I thought it said four o'clock instead of four minutes Whoa. left on the cake cooling. Hmm. And so I removed the insert, and I'm looking at, like, how do I get this off the insert? I did not think to put it back in the wall and flip it like a normal pan. <laughs> And while I'm trying to figure out how this half-cooled cake is going to flip onto the rack... The, one, the dogs were wrestling, and my, my pity whacked into my leg. So I almost fell over, and the cake just, I banged the cake, and it just crum, it just completely crumbled around mm. the thing. Now, thankfully, I cleaned the counter a after I was done baking, so it was clean. But I'm still, like, staring at this. I'm like, okay, sweep it into the tableware. I call my mom. I'm like, do we have ice cream? because <laughs> I got cake crumble for ice cream now. And I explained what happened. And my mom, she's just like, oh, well, you're, you're, poor Zelda is not, never allowed to have any, is never allowed to be at fault for anything. Yeah, pretty and much. It's just like, we, this is fair. Yeah. But so, I, I was still like, Ugh. so remember kids, if, if you bake, if you give us, give your, if you give a solid cake, but you mess up the disc, if you mess, but you mess up the dismount, it is still some tasty good cake. <laughs> it, it's just a different form of cake. Yeah, you know, you know what? Um, I, I Make can yourself actually, a nice little parfait or something. I, I, I want to give you, I want to give you some some skill points for innovation in that. That was good. Uh, 
definitely level up the innovation skill with the cake crumble and add mm -hmm. the cake, ice cream. It is not the first time I dropped a cake. It's not going to be the last, but damn it, was it delicious. You, you know, I remember um, many, many, many moons ago, I was making pancakes for the first time, right? And I ruined them, like flipping them and everything. Mm -hmm. So I said, screw it. I just started chopping it up like a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> and in turn, I ended up inventing scrambled pancakes. <laughs> and you know what? They were really good. It was like one of the pancake crumbles and you hit them with syrup. It's good to go. And look, one of the catchphrases for 2020, besides thanks COVID and fuck 2020, survive, adapt, overcome. Yes. Yes, definitely. Adapting. Did I survive? Yes. Am I going to adapt? Yes. But it's and like, no, no, no. If you have actually, if you mess up the dismount from a cake after you try, if you didn't release, if it didn't release from the can the pan properly, like I said, if it's perfectly good cake, what you do is you get a truffle dish. And if this cake was supposed to have icing, you layer the cake with icing, and then you layer the cake crumble with more icing in the truffle dish. Ooh, nice. That's actually how I make my tiramisus. So speaking of cakes, um, I wanted to do something. I'm always talking about cakes. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of cake myself. I, I <laughs> uh, but, uh, Have you looked at us? <laughs> so we make another. Uh, so one of the more traditional things that a lot of people will make on salad are soul cakes. All right. But see, I wanted to do something for our vegans, our gluten-free people out there. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of you out there. And, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking care of everybody possible at the circle. So this is a pretty quick recipe you could do that is gluten-free for your soul cakes. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, now, I've definitely made these before. They turned out very well. I actually made them last year for Salon. Um, but mm, I did good. make them gluten-free. So this is not the same recipe that I made the video for. All right. So for this, you're going to need three and a half cups of flour, wheat flour, or like gluten-free flour. Um, you don't want to use regular flour naturally. Okay, so make sure that you grab some form of gluten-free flour. We're going to need three and a half cups. You're going to need one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, two teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice. Now, if you don't know what pumpkin pie spice is, you can just take a little bit of cinnamon, nutmeg, ground ginger, and clove, and boom, pumpkin pie spice. All right. Wasn't well, that the same mixture I used for my my chai spiced cake? Yes. <laughs> it, all spice and pumpkin well, there spice wasn't cloves. and apple pie spice are all basically the same with like one thing different. Yeah, there wasn't any cloves in this one. Yeah. And the one I did, it was so, more, it was cardamom pods instead of cloves. <laughs> now this is called for seven eighths of a teaspoon of salt. Just put a teaspoon in. All right, you'll you'll be fine. And same thing with uh, one cup of any kind of like vegan sugar, if you're vegan. Um, there's vegan sugar? Yeah, there's vegan sugar apparently, which I did not know was a thing until reading this recipe right now. I had <laughs> no idea. I, I, how's Never sugar, heard of it. How, how 
How is sugar not vegan? I have no idea. This sounds like something that we should research and bring up next week. All right. Or if you know, comment below and let us know. So, <laughs> yeah, my best friend's a vegan. I sh- I've been. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a text my message. Mine is blue. It's definitely worth a Google. So, oh Google. <laughs> so you're looking for uh, twelve tablespoons of butter. All right. 12 tablespoons. That's a stick and a half of butter, people. Just so, for those of you who know, there's eight tablespoons in a stick of butter. All right. Uh, teaspoon of vanilla extracts, one quarter cup of plain yogurt. Vegan yogurt. You can use like silk soy yogurt if you want. And then some form of milk. And then raisins and craisins. Once again, you notice so you want to add your flour, bacon powder, pumpkin pie spice, all your dry ingredients, all right? And you want to throw it into a bowl, whisk it all together. And then take your sticks and cut it into, like, small cubes and throw them into a bowl with, like, the sugar and the vanilla and cream them all together, all right? After you get them creamed together, then you want to throw in your yogurt and beat it in. So... From there, you're going to go into like little increments and add like a third of the dry ingredients at a time and stir it in. And then add some of the plant milk, mix it in, then more dry ingredients, then more milk, then, and kind of go in that routine until you get everything mixed together. After you get everything mixed together is when you add the fruit. All right, and the fruit will suck up a lot of moisture, so you want to wait until you actually have everything incorporated before you add the fruit. All right, because dried fruit will dry out your thing, it will soak up a lot of moisture in your cake. So, take your dough, throw it in the freezer for 20 minutes to chill, and then turn it out and press it out, roll it out. You want to take now, when I made these, I used a coffee mug or I used like a rocks glass, like a highball glass. Hmm. Um, but you can use any kind of cookie cutter, biscuit cutter, anything like that. And make them into little pumpkins. Make little cuts in your dough. It's like you're making cookies. Pull them out. Throw them on the baking sheet. Preheat your oven for to 425 degrees. Throw those, and while your oven is preheating, throw these in the freezer, and you'll thank me for this tip, okay? Um, Let them chill, and then when they chill, that's when you bake them. You bake them cold. And then, so what that's going to do is that's that's actually going to help you become, like, crunchy. So you're looking for, this is calling for 23 to 26 minutes. Now, I'm going to err on the earlier side of that i would definitely check them at like 21 22 beforehand um just because of remembering how much it took mine to cook after that cool them on a rack and serve them with butter and tea or coffee or anything like that all right but the ones that i made turned out really well last year and you know, it's a shame I'm not going to have time to make them for this year, but it was... It made me sad. They, they definitely were very, very, very good. So, there we go. You got any more recipes there, Lady Book Dragon? 
I, I, um, I have some apple cake that I haven't tried yet, but Ooh. it looks really good. I want to try it. Because <laughs> um, I, I mean, have apples are for the season. Yes, they are. I have I have a cider recipe in the chamber as well. So, I mean, I have an alcoholic recipe with cider. Ooh, you first, because why do you have <laughs> alcohol in it? Oh, I got. Let's see. <laughs> I don't have it up on my computer. I just thought of it. Nice. We're winging it. Yeah, we're we're winging it a bit we're tonight. Script, guys. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, we start each episode with an idea, and then we just kind of go from there. So yeah, we we do. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. I don't. Do, do. Is that a slushy? What the hell? Yeah. So caramel apple mimosas. Go on. And there's also, well, I don't know if I should share this because you need a very specific rum for this one. Uh, go with the mimosas. All right, so I'm trying to remember if this one used. Yes, it does use apple cider. So this one, it, you use salted caramel vodka. Ooh. And this is after you rim the shampoo, the champagne flutes with caramel and sugar. So salted caramel vodka, apple cider. It doesn't give measurements because you, you measure that shit with your heart. That's absolutely. And then you you polish it off with some bubbly. Wow. I mean, that's very simple. But... It is very simple, but it's just like, so it's 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 bubbly and vodka. Mm. And I say bubbly because it's not champagne if it's not from a certain region of France. No, it, anything else is called Prosecco. Prosecco. <laughs> Prosecco. Prosecco. <laughs> so I just call it bubbly because I'm basic like that. Hey, you know what? We're all a little basic sometimes. That's but right. the other, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. There's the apple cider kill devil mule. Go on. <laughs> so there's this rum company called the Kill Devil uh, Distillery that's in the Outer Banks. It is a distillery actually on the Outer Banks Islands in North Carolina. Wow. And that's where I got this pecan and honey rum. I, I see. I love the look on your face. Uh, I just, what? <laughs> it's a pecan honey rum. I can go and grab the bottle if you want me to. Wow. That sounds amazing. But this one actually has measurements. So if you, this is an, a mule. So it's a quarter cup, kill devil, pecan and honey rum a cup of apple cider, a cup of ginger beer, and then some sugar and cinnamon. Yes. Yes. I love it. So my cider did not have any alcohol in it, um, so I guess it's inferior. But for those of you who don't drink... Um, <laughs> yes, we respect, our, we respect our listeners that don't yes. drink. So um, this starts out very simple. You take some apple cider and you put it into a stockpot, a very large stockpot, right? You take an orange, 
and you take a bag of cloves, stick them, stick the full cloves into the orange, throw it into the cider. Now, from this point, if you want to add alcohol, this is where you can add alcohol. All right. Um, and a lot of people put like red wine in it. I don't really want to do that myself. I would let her. I want to. Keep it regular <laughs> cider. Um, but <laughs> this is definitely the time where you would do that if you want to. You can throw a couple bottles of champagne in there, whatever it is. Um, but you basically want to cook it down and let it simmer and get really nice and incorporate with all of the flavors okay other things you can add in here you can throw a little bit of lemon in there give it a little bit of tartness you can throw however you want to do it kind of like a hodgepodge cider so last Mm. year one of our coven members made this site right and it was so good that our coven just decided that's going to be the centerpiece of the altar and we sat around like Neanderthals drinking this cider all night in circle, and it was wonderful. Um, and so definitely, definitely uh, a very good centerpiece for your altar could be a very large vat of <laughs> hot cider to sit there and drink and warm your bones. And, mm. Oh, so wonderful. I have a bottle of wine that you're supposed to heat up because it's it's bottled as mold wine. And I'm like, do I save this or do I drink it now? <laughs> I, I love mold wine. I went to the Rum Fair and that's like my favorite drink to have is some finding who has mold wine. Nice. I love it. I love it so much. Um, so for those of you who are going to be handing out candy now. and you know, doing your social distancing thing. We do want to, you know, remind everybody to make sure you're being safe mm-hmm. throughout the holiday and, you know, with your salad circles and all that to make sure that you are remaining safe with all of the nonsense going on without getting on too much of a soapbox, but make sure you take care <laughs> of yourself. <laughs> My parents told me they found, they got like a marshmallow shooter and they're going to just shoot the candy at the children. That's And they can't complain awesome. because they're being hit by a candy. That is so awesome. Yeah, I saw, I saw this one commercial. The dude had a whole bunch of PVC pipe laid out from his front door to, like, his yes. gate. And he was chopping it down. This PVC pipe and it was coming out. It would be annoying if they got caught in there, though. Yeah, yeah, it would. I mean, but uh, I'm sure you got to have yeah, a backup plan. That's pretty plan. awesome. You don't, you don't make a contraption like that without having a backup plan. Anybody with the sense to make a contraption like that is generally going to have some kind of a backup plan. Hopefully. That's me having faith in humanity. So uh, My faith in humanity is like the deflating heart fart cushion. Yeah, I'm not like a whoopee cushion? Like a deflating whoopee cushion. Yes, that thing. Like a whoopee cushion? Wow. Yeah, that, that's... You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> my faith in humanity is like a whoopee cushion. And she doesn't like people. I don't like people. <laughs> Please put me in the farm of a middle of nowhere. I will. I and tell me not to come back until I learn how to behave. I love it. I love <laughs> that so much. All right, so Lady Book Dragon, what do you got in the treasure trove for this week? Okay. 
I'm feeling mocked. Nah. All right. I'm not mocking you. <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why won't you load? No. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. Oh, so you're just gonna be a little. Uh, don't you dare. All right. Well, I had it. it takes me five seconds. You son of a. Don't you sass me. <laughs> All right. In response to your veil is thin comment, here's my meme. Oh, we're going meme first. Okay. All right. Treasure Trove book. Yes. We can go meme first. You got it well, ready. We'll Let's go. go. Meme first. It's all right. Like I said, we're winging it. We're winging it. We're having fun tonight. Yes. Okay, so it's the veil is thin here. It's thin everywhere. Of course it's fucking thin. Whoever heard of a thick veil? That shit's lightweight, even sheer. <laughs> like shit, Agatha. There's a reason they don't call it the down comforter between the worlds. <laughs> and so it just replies, I choked. <laughs> it's gonna be a wall. <laughs> the wall is thinning. I love this one. Wall. And this is I I'm aspiring to this now. I fell asleep at my keyboard last night and then they correct it with keyboard. I'm like, keyboard. Fuck Arthur. I'm being a fucking keyboard now. I'm like, I will no longer respond to being called on Arthur. I am now a keyboard. I am with that. I am 100% with that. It was awesome. I looked at this, so I'm just like, yes. <laughs> keyboard. I, I found this really good one. It's, it said Thanksgiving is canceled in 2020. Instead, in November, instead, November will be a month of Dionysian madness, casting curses, moonlight reverie, dubious self-care methods, ritual Ooh. sacrifice, and mashed potatoes. And so we're replied with promise. One of these things is not like the other. Mashed they potatoes. have me at mashed potatoes. I mean, I love I'm, Irish generally girls happy. I'm generally in if there's mashed potatoes involved. Oh, uh, so. mashed potatoes. You yeah. can live off of mashed potatoes because potatoes have so much nutrients for you, especially if you keep the skin on. <laughs> Shut up. I need some I need some protein in my life. I need some like look it, and, and whatever potatoes they whatever potatoes don't have in nutrients, you get from butter. You can literally live off of mashed potatoes. People do, I'm sure. Of course, there, like what I remember this being no a teeth? meme. I remember this being a meme, and someone replied with, oh, yeah, they tried to experiment with that. It's called Ireland. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, it was. Like, I, I can see, I mean, you, people with no teeth, you know. Most people. Yeah, I'm not shaming people that don't have teeth. I'm well on my way to not having teeth. So. Yeah, you did not have a fun time. Yeah, well, it's my own damn fault. So, I'm uh, gonna go with. I got two more. You got two more. Two more. Wow. Okay. okay. Good. I, this is one I'm pretty sure everyone's heard before, but it's still good. I showed my students that I could say my ABCs backwards, and the student a student shouted, "She's a witch!" And then I unzipped my jacket and revealed my hocus pocus shirt, and they all screamed. And the universe has never aligned like this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love pretty this good. every time it comes across my dash. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
And I saved this one for last because it is your favorite topic, Cloud. Go on. Everyone, Hades is an evil god. Hades, who is just doing his job and is the only one who doesn't cheat on his wife. <laughs> and it's just a sad cat picture. <laughs> the injustice. I mean, like, I, I just, I, I love how you keep bringing it up. I really do. I love how you keep bringing it up. This It might be the best running gag we have going on with Scrap Grenades. Hades deserves better. <laughs> Leave Hades alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> Jeez, stop. That's I will never stop. Tell me to stop only encourages me. All right, so the, the Hades thing is definitely on my list, but I, 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 I love the key bar thing I, I love the keyboard too we're and, now keyboards you know I, I'm, I'm a keyboard myself we're keyboards and, and you know I'm I, I'm a bard and, and I'm, I'm literally a walking bard mm-hmm. and you know like so so lady book dragon and I we, we, we play a little Dungeons and Dragons right mm-hmm. and our, our current D&D game that we're playing uh, with our group is an all bard campaign yeah, he, he felt very brave, and it has already gone so wrong. It has gone so wrong in so many different directions, and I'm perfectly okay with it because I was expecting chaos, and I wasn't really expecting anything, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> Plus, that, that one meme is just like, well, I didn't expect that, but I expected not to expect something, so it technically doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, because like, I oh, knew what Karen. I was getting into. <laughs> we, we go... We go and basically, this bard is a traveling band on tour in between different cities in the realm of D&D. And all of the nonsense that happens in between shows and all of that. And it's a very heavy role play with very little combat so far. Um, and it's been an absolute blast. Yeah, my, uh, my character got drunk. And since she's like drunk and drugged, I basically went with the suggestions of the player of the of our other players, and I'm just like, oh, I guess she's doing that. Well, I guess she's doing that, and it's just like, oh, it's like that one meme with the cat just going, oh no. I, I had to do a lot of thinking on the fly as the DM for this campaign. <laughs> it is a, a great creative exercise for you. Absolutely. So, let's get back on track here. Treasure trove time. Okay. I'm pretty sure people were expecting this after what I did for our last Sabbath episode, but it is the Samhain book from Lowen's Lowen's Sabbath Essentials. Now, I think there was just recently a book released on Samhain herbs, but I don't have it. So it's not on the trove. Oh. But one day I will. One day. One day. Yes. <laughs> I do have to really quickly laugh about the Hades rant because my brother listens to the podcast and he goes, please don't make me listen to the Hades rant again. I'm like, you will <laughs> listen and you will like it. I love it. <laughs> anyway, so this is, as was the previous book, a very handy dandy guide to Samhain if you are new or you're looking to shake things up there. This is actually where I got 
the fun fact about Neil Gaiman, who is an amazing author. I very much loved uh, American God, so it was a good book. So this goes into the old ways of Samhain. It goes into the new ways. Uh, other holidays and practices, so it goes into All Souls Day. It talks about Dia de los Muertos, because I didn't want to mess that up. <laughs> um, Haptuna, which is celebrated by the Isle of Man. Mm. And modern Samhain gatherings and festivals, so public rituals, witches' balls. And goes talks about haunted houses and costume parties making treats instead of candies popcorn balls mm -hmm. yes. making a cootie catcher like i i was wondering like what a cootie catcher is and it's a just what? like <laughs> okay so this it's called a cootie catcher but this was like you guys remember when we had to fold up a paper into like little four little triangles and then you do a Oh, the fortune teller thingy. The fortune teller, yeah. yeah it yeah. has that in this book, and they call it a cootie catcher. I'm like, you call it a what now? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it even says this middle school divination. I'm like, oh, wow. So that was basically a gateway, and none of us knew about it. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Well, so was MASH, but I didn't really play much of MASH. Yeah, I played a lot of MASH. That's basically putting statements of intent on paper. It's kind of like yeah. a low-key form of divination. It is, but it also says who you marry, and it's just like every person told me I marry, I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Or, that's nice. They wish. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Now, uh, a cool thing about Samhain, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm having a divination party. Now, it was saying doing a vigil for Samhain, and since Samhain... Is on a sat a Saturday. I could actually do this, but if you have to work the next day, I would not recommend it. The Irish used to sit up with the hearth fire on Samhain night. You didn't have to, if you didn't have a fire to tend, you could do something fire related, like make candles. It would be a meditation time. Uh, it use the time to meditate on your year and set intentions for the year ahead. You may have more success if you only choose one goal. <laughs> no. And spend the evening planning small steps you need in order to achieve that single goal. If you prefer a quieter evening, keep yourself up with this crafty pursuit. Samhain is a very serious holiday. Just as Halloween is immensely fun, it does not conflict. This does not conflict for most pagans because celebration is often just a part of pagan religions as reverence. Many pagans are especially fond of both Halloween and Samhain. Hi. These holidays honor the dead and let's remember their fun and mem funny memories when alive. Halloween also encourages us to face our fears and celebrate ma that magic is possible. Yes. But I like the idea of kind of sitting up all night and just meditating on how the year went. And so I don't think it's possible for me to set one goal, but yeah. I will try. Yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I can't just set one goal. I always have to plan and over plan and over plan and over plan. Kind Would you like to weakness. say something, darling? Oh. Do we have a visitor? Well, he was going, vroom, vroom. I think he was telling me off for trying to stay up all night. It's just like, I don't want to mm. hear you being grumpy. <laughs> You're going to stay up all night. I don't want to deal with you. I love it. 
Oh, yeah, so we go into spells. There's a grief spell, spells of the dead, a spell speak of your aunt. The hell money spell. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. <laughs> but protection spells, of course. There's tr um, trick-or-treating protection for you uh, witchy parents out there. Nice. Uh, sewing two sticks of rowan wood tied together with a th red thread to form a plus sign. This, these days you can purchase sticks online. Fairies dislike rowan wood, so this will keep them off your children. Gl finding a hagstone, which is a stone with a small natural hole through the center, and gluing it to the inside bottom of the treat bucket. Troublesome spirits will stay clear of the candy, then the only evil to combat with it in whatever lies in too much sugar. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but house blessings, threshold magic, garage protection, it's got it all in here. That's awesome. Yeah, I, um, I think I think obtaining that whole set is probably very beneficial, especially for a newer witch. Mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody that's not already set in their ways, set in their practices and everything. I think that would be well, a good guide to get. If you're set going. in your ways, there's never any harm in kind of branching out uh, and trying I, something new. I agree. I agree. Because when we stop learning, that's the day we die. Yes. yes. Uh, so let's see here. I believe we have a guest coming on next week, next episode. I do believe. We do. Yes. Let me bring up the calendar. Verify. Verify. Verify this so I don't do what I did last week. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was little. It was. Uh, it was. It, you got yeah. a little silly. Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us. We all. We all have our shit. I, I do have to laugh because I did come across a Nightmare Before Christmas tarot deck. Ooh. And the God, I, I I want to say this is ridiculous, but I I, I want it as well. <laughs> Just like as much as I want to say, oh, this is ridiculous, this won't work. I'm like, ah, oh, but I want it though. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, yay! All right. Um. So next episode is going to be with Nightshade from the Flatline to Beatline podcast. Ooh. He's an excellent, excellent person. Um, he, his podcast is wonderful. If you haven't heard it, definitely go and give it a listen. Give him a follow. Um, he is, he does, he does a lot for our community on a low key level of where he's bringing on guests that aren't very big in the thing. People who are just starting out, trying to make their way in whatever project or avenue that they're trying to use. And uh, I went on his show once when I first released my album and I had a wonderful conversation with him. So I was very, and he also gave us some feedback from our first episode and, you know, it's been very supportive of the podcast and giving us tips and pointers and such. So, you know, I'm very thankful for him. So it's going to be wonderful to have him on and kind of shoot the shit a little bit about, you know, podcasting and everything that, that he's got going on on his side of things. So that's going to be our next episode. It's going to be talking with him. And that is wonderful. Yes. Yules. Yes. I'm a very big fan of that. So. 
that is next week, guys. All right. So before we close this out, I do have one thing that I want to say. Okay. For those of you listening to this before the date of November 3rd, it is our election day. I am not getting political or taking sides on this channel. You do whatever it is you have to do, but still get out there and vote. All right, people. Um, and I'm saying this, vote for whoever you want to vote for, you know? Like, but make sure you get out there and do it. This is how we actually, us in America, get our voices heard, and this is how we actually can make some change. All right. For those of you who may be listening to this that are not in America, are y'all enjoying the show? <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I, I was laughing with my grandmother the other day. It's just like, what, what, uh, as we said in the first episode, we, we joke that my grandmother's still mad about the potato famine. And I'm starting to think that's hereditary because I'm starting to get pissed about the potato famine because I'd be an Irish, right? I'd, I'd be an Irish. Wow. I'd be, an, I'd be living in Ireland right now laughing at these poor Americans if it wasn't for the potato famine. Well, you know, I'm just saying we, you know, we're, we're going to be all right. Fucking British. Regardless, either way, we're going to be all right. You know? <laughs> well, we'll but be definitely fine. get out there and make sure that you... You do that, all right? Um, uh, whatever outcome you wish to see. All right. Yeah, this is what we're going for right now is basically the tower card where everything we know has to come down so we can start something new. I, I, I agree with that, you know? I also but, think everyone should go in a volcano, but no one's helping me. I'm, I'm not helping you with that. I'm sorry. Lame! I mean, you know. Lame. Just, can't do it, man. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for listening in today. It's been an absolute blast hanging out with everybody today. Lady Book Dragon was on fire with the jokes today. Loving it, loving it. Yay. All right. So yeah, we'll we'll see you next time. We'll be here with Nightshade and we're gonna be talking about you know what he's got going on, what he does and everything, and just kind of bring everything together all right yes it's so exciting yes. keep bringing more people in yes I, I love talking with people and interviewing people and i also love just making connections with other people because that's really what yeah. life's about it's about making connections yeah guest episodes are kind of nerve-wracking for me because it's like it's one thing if i'm making a fool of myself in front of you because you make a fool of yourself for me all the time this is like you know, this is equal territory. Yeah, I'm also not opposed to make a fool of myself in front of anybody. I mean, witchy girl. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but. Yeah. He, I, I have gotten a lot better at laughing at myself lately. Like I said, if you can't have fun doing what you're doing, there's no sense then why in are you doing it. it? Right. Life is short. It should be sweet. Absolutely. So, everybody out there, I want to wish you guys the brightest blessings and a wonderful salon. All right. Be sure to honor your ancestors out there and really take in the meaning of the holiday. All right. Till next time, guys, I'm cloud, the pagan rapper and I'm lady book dragon. And we will see you next time on witchcraft. And guys, thank you so much. Blessed be. Blessed be in peace. <laughs>